as if an term was out there that provides some employment. There's uh, some local service industries and whatever, but the, tr the traditional economic base of Bantry Resolve is farming and fishing, and that puts, with change policies and uh, change practices and whatever, uh, farming and fishing is on decline uh, pretty well, pretty much. Um, aquaculture uh, plays a role in the economy and whatever, but the situation is changing. But more and more, uh, the town and the locality is pivoting towards tourism. Bantry uh, always, for many years, had had uh, had been engaged in tourism for a long, long time. But it's increasing in terms of its importance to the economy um, and in terms of um, being a driver for the whole social and economic scene. So I suppose uh, some time ago we started looking at the town. Uh, I, we felt that we weren't benefiting from tourism to the extent that we could. We were falling behind other towns um, and that a lot of people came to visit but they didn't stay. Uh, they kind of passed through town um, on the way to somewhere else. We were a pit stop destination for tourism traffic from coming from Cork and heading on towards maybe the Bear Peninsula or Kinmare or Killarney, some of the bigger tourist towns in County Kerry. And that so we looked around and you know uh, said like what can we do or what are the factors that are influencing that pattern of activity. And one of the problems that we came up with is uh, the unattractive intertidal slumland that is central uh, to the town. The other thing is that there's a lot of, uh, there's a loss of connectivity between the harbour and the town itself. Even though the town is only up there and the harbour the harbor is here, it's not really connected to the extent that it could be connected. Um, and as well as that then, a lot of the amenities like walkways and uh, whatever, the whole thing is not pulled together as a as a connected unit. Um, and uh, So we began to look at that to see what we could do with it. Um, the intertwined area here, uh, it has been that way for centuries and nothing has happened with it. Um, and that, so we took a look at it anyway, uh, see what we could do. So we just move to the next slide. So I was just looking at this slide, courtesy of Bing Maps. Um, you have the Bay as such that we're out and is out here, and then you have this horseshoe inner harbour, which comes in here. The town is up here, and whatever. And in between here you have the square area, which is like the plaza and whatever. Um, but the town as such is, is up at the upper end here, and like the town does not benefit to the extent that it should from the harbour area, and just trying to connect all that up. The other influencing factors as well is that the road passes here straight in front of the hotel and it cuts across the bottom here and goes out the other side. So the road also uh, is affecting the connection between the town and the harbour. Uh, so next slide. So from the air it doesn't look too bad and when you look up now here it looks very attractive when the tide is in, but the difficulty is that when the tide goes out, it's not attractive as can be seen from this particular slide. Um, the hotel is just on your left here. Um, and you can see, if you look at the distance, 
the distance where the boat is tied up, you can see the bay proper is outside of that, but again, you have this lack of connectivity and it's not an attractive inner harbour when the tide is out. And the problem with it as well is that even at half tide, that's, at, you know, for most of every day, uh, the tide is out uh, because, you know, it's at various stages of tide. So we'll just move on to the next, and this is just looking at it on the other way back, and you can see the town is back from the harbour and the connection isn't there. Um, just on the far side over here, we're looking at the hotel, which is here. This is taken from the opposite side. And where the cars are parked along here, we're old. Um, they're actually, they were con those little docks that are out here, they were constructed around 1830. And their purpose at the time, there was hundreds and hundreds of people uh, and boats engaged in, they were dredging marl or coral sand. Uh, which would be brought in. So those docks were built specifically for the purpose of bringing um, small fishing boats, sailing boats at the time, bringing in coral sand. They were loaded onto horses and carts and whatever, and they were transported inland as a fertilizer for potatoes or whatever. Uh, and that was, um, they were specifically built for that around 1830. Um, today, they're being used mainly as a car park and, and whatever, but, um, and I'll, I'll speak about that again later, so we'll just move on to the next one. So really as was, um, just looking at it, it was a local initiative really to look at what we can do about that or how we can improve the situation or whatever. So there was, there was a number of um, organisations that are active in the area, Venture uh, Development Tourism, Chamber of Commerce, the Tidy Towns Committee and Business Association. So those uh, organisations who were already active in the town, they came together uh, uh, to do this initiative called Operation Slow Transformation, which is this year. And the purpose of it was to create a community vision for Bantry Harbour and basically to get the community to decide what they want to do or how to improve the situation um, and whatever, and to try and get a consensus from the local community for to bring more changes to the harbour and uh, to the connectivity to the town. So it was just in terms of that then, it was a question of engaging with the community, so we went through a process of um, uh, playing on posters and doing local radio and newspaper advertising, social media, and the most important one of all, as usual, is word of mouth. Uh, and that uh, we just advertised these meetings, which were actually held in this hotel here. Uh, there were probably more workshops than meetings. They went on for, um, there was three of them over a period of six weeks. And some of them went for three to four hours. So people, after they finished their work uh, and their daily activities, they came down to the hotel here. There was about, I think, 350 people participated in the process. Um, they came back night after night and they put the hours in. I think they invested in total about 2,000 man hours uh, free of charge. So that was a very good indication of the commitment of local people to uh, go with the project uh, to try and see what could be done um, and uh, their, their commitment to the overall. So next slide. Um, so just uh, the process of uh, creating a community consensus. Um, and that, so the first thing that happened was that um, the sponsoring group, they hired a professional mediator, a lady called Harriet Emerson. Harriet had worked in Bantry 
maybe 15 years previously on a EU Life uh, funded project called the Bantry Bay Charter, which looked at the whole area of coastal zone management. Um, and that, so she was familiar with the area, but she didn't live in the areas uh, and whatever, and she was a professional mediator. And that, so we brought Harriet in to actually run the whole, uh, run the workshops and whatever, and, uh, and, that, and she did an excellent job on it. Um, so the second thing was just organizing the workshops, advertising it, getting the people in. The third thing, which was very important, was setting the goals, which I will leave within the next slide. Uh, actually, so it, yeah, the overarching objective was an attractive centre for the town that delivered real benefits uh, to the community and enhanced visitor experience. So it was not just for tourists or visitors, it was important that this vision or that this consensus that we were looking for was of value to the community itself as well. Um, that was really very important. If you just go back to the, yeah, to the previous one. Um, so just uh, in terms of the process again, so for setting the goal, so then the participants were asked to uh, develop their ideas, you know, come up with their own ideas, develop the ideas, uh, to I, then the next stage was identifying common teams. Um, after that it was merging where common teams uh, emerge, to merge those together, for example, some people would have spoken about boardwalks, other people would have talked about, would have spoken about trails, or so trails and boardwalks, they were essentially the same thing. So basically the whole thing came, came together from that point of view. And the final stage of it was to get a consensus agreement on the elements, the, the, the main elements of the, uh, of, of the project, to, to get agreement by consensus. And that was actually achieved, um, and that everyone agreed in the end to the final elements of the uh, of the project. So, yeah. So just these were like some of the things that we put up to get people going at the start of the process. Just asking them, you know, do you like it as it is? What could it become? What's your view? Do you have ideas? So it was really, you know, there was there was no agenda. It was left totally up to the people who were present, most of the people who were living in the community, to make their own decisions and their own views and to see how what they would come up with. So next one, just another idea as well, you know, a pink flamingo sanctuary. Obviously it's not gonna happen here. We don't have pink flamingos. There's nobody to feed them, they wouldn't survive the winter and whatever, but it was just basically a way of putting people's mind at ease that even if they had ideas that they thought might be foolish or silly, it was important to put everything out there uh, and whatever. So, next one. So, um, this slide then is a slide um, just to indicate the level at which people engage in the process. Um, after the first workshop and the second workshop, at the first workshop there was this man, he was present, I had never met him before, and his daughter was with him. And that on the second workshop he came back and he had this sketch that they had worked out together. So it just was to show the level that people engaged with it, they went home, they thought about it, they drew up their own ideas and sketches as to what could happen out there in that harbour area to change things. And you know, they had uh, proposed green wildlife and wetlands, cultural sculpture, trail and park and whatever. And 
you know, just on that, at that level alone, what they did was they just looked at what was there, they looked at the mud that was in it, what happens if you push that into the make embankments out of them, convert to a green area, they built it out here as well, narrowed the gap, put in a little bridge. Uh, by moving the mud from the centre to the side, you created water which would flow up, and instead of having uh, mud uh, for half of the day, it was always water in the harbour right up to the edge of the town. Again, here where there was uh, there's the stream comes down under the town, um, and whatever they again put in another bridge there and linkages to walkways and whatever. So that was just something that they came out of the blue, a man and his doctor, um, and that was quite impressive and it really underlined the level of engagement that people had. Uh, and again, they showed their little boats up here then that could come in, uh, come in without it happening. So that's that one. And this was just another view of it looking from the town and it was the same people. This I think they were a bit, a bit, being a bit over ambitious at the end of the year. <laughs> but nevertheless, you can see how in their view, you know, uh, a man and his daughter, in their view, they had a vision in their mind's eye of how you could change what was out there and what you could do with it, you know. So, next slide. Um, okay, so the elements. Uh, with the, with the heading on that, um, that, that should just read the elements of the agreed vision. So basically, after we've been through the process um, and that home the whole thing down, it's quite interesting that people had the option if they wanted to they could decide we can turn it into a theme park, we can put in dodgems in there, we can turn it into a car park for the town and whatever. But you know, when people were left to their own their voices and devices and they thought about things and they went through things and that the key things that came through at the end of the day was people saw it as being very much a natural environment. They saw it as something that could be developed as um, a wetlands area right at the heart and the centre of the town. Uh, natural habitat um, and habitat protection was a major um, part of the consideration that people gave it. Um, and this idea of green and open space uh, was the other thing. The second thing really was that there was um, a very strong desire to retain and promote Bantry's maritime heritage um, and particularly like the old docks that they should actually be restored and enhanced and whatever and brought back to what their to their traditional, you know, to their gleaming best that they were and also that they would actually continue to be used as a, as a fishing dock or uh, whatever, so basically that was uh, a strong element, element of it. Uh, the other thing was that the small marina which had been put in by the four companies down there and that type of thing, it was felt that there should be some room left in that because if it became commercially viable and you had more people looking for it, that you would still need some uh, room to extend it. And the other thing really was that they looked at it from the point of view of uh, integrated amenities, walkways, culture trails, um, and whatever. And the one thing that emerged from the whole thing really is uh, that because it was a community-led project, because the community decided uh, for themselves what they wanted, there was a strong sense of own ownership. And because there was a strong sense of ownership, the community would fight for it and fight to get it implemented. 
because it was their vision or their town and it was their vision for what should happen in the harbour rather than somebody coming in and either doing nothing, which was the most likely uh, thing that would happen, or alternatively come up with some other scheme which uh, wouldn't be in keeping with the wishes of the community uh, or the best interests of the town. So, having created the community consensus or got the community consensus together, the next step then was to engage with the authorities. Um, so, we basically uh, circulated the community consensus document to all the participants in the local community to make sure they were all aware of it and whatever, to the public representatives who you require on your site in any case if you want to get anything implemented or done, and critically to the Bantry Bay and the Port of Cork Company who are the, effectively the harbour authorities. They own the harbour, they own the water, they own, they own the, the thing, they're responsible for the management of it and whatever, so it was critical that they would have to be on site to get anything done in terms of implementing the community consensus. And the other is Cork County Council, who is the local authority with responsibility for the area. Once you step off a boat onto the land, you're going from the jurisdiction of the port company to the area which is the jurisdiction of the Cork County Council. Um, and that's all really, you need both on board for, for to uh, make sure that something can happen and that you can begin to implement the policy. And critically as well, in terms of Cork County Council, they are the planning authority for the whole of Cork County. They set planning policy. They set um, out, you know, as they are required by law under EU regulations and whatever, the public area plans and whatever. So they set the planning policy. So if you don't have your ideas included in the planning policy, despite your best efforts, nothing can happen anyway. Um, and that, and uh, we were quite surprised that the response of both the port company and the council was very, very positive. And that's all we just move on to the next slide. So um, the port company. Um, considered it, we uh, and whatever, and they came back and they said yes, we're very happy with it. We will support in any way we can and whatever. And they took the view that what needed to happen was okay. You have a community consensus which sets out the main elements, but for to get this funded, to get it uh, to get to a stage where you can hope to implement it, you need to convert the community consensus. Uh, to a professional architectural plan and design and that and the poor companies agreed to fund um, a review, a development strategy and design review uh, for Bantry Harbour, Division for Bantry Harbour um, and, that, and they engaged the RIAI which is the Royal Institute of Architects in Ireland and that they're a governing body for all the architects in Ireland uh, to undertake the review. They had worked previously in the Tivoli Docks and Cork, which is a container terminal which was used, and um, they had done some work with them previously, where they were basically uh, coming up with a plan for developing that whole area in Cork as for um, housing and apartments and recreational areas, whatever. It's a huge area of docklands property in Cork. So they engaged them to take a look at this at, at here. Um, and that, and uh, just move on to the next slide. So they basically set up a project team um, and whatever. And you have various people. Joe Crockett is a farmer. Uh, he chaired the whole process and whatever. 
He's the former government official, high level government official. Uh, Henry Kingston is the head of engineering for Cork. And you had a design review panel from the architects and whatever. And they came down to Bantry, they looked at everything, they spoke to people, they took the community document and whatever, and we gave them a the brief which was basically a blank sheet of paper but guided by the community consensus document. And we left them off to do their work and, and whatever. So we just move on to the next one. And uh, that work has just been finished. Um, the final document on this is to be, I think we expect it within two weeks that the whole thing is going to be wrapped up and, and, and put into a final document and that type of thing. But just you know, some draft ideas that were thrown out. And these are just a few slides showing what they looked at again. And in this particular case, obviously they're looking at the wetlands aspect within that, which you can see merging in here, and whatever this uh, type of arrangement and that. So we just move on to the next one, maybe. That's just another example of it where they're looking at the connectivity and in this case they're looking at you know that you bring the sea in on the way but you actually extend it further up into the square of the plaza area uh, as well that you actually open that up um, uh, so like they're looking at creating connectivity by even bringing the water further into the town um, that was previous that you know then then even we envisaged when we looked at it at it here so if you just go down to the back to the back to the one before that again, yeah, you see in this one again they do the same thing where you have the plaza area here and they're showing creating uh, water features right up through the plaza area and there is a reason for that too because there is actually a freshwater stream or river that flows underneath the town and it's a culvert uh, system that flows underneath and it enters the harbour here. You know, so there is potential to do some of that type of work. Let me just move on. So, just in terms of the next step, uh, then is the community consensus and the design review has to be converted into policy for some. Um, and I think that is a key aspect of it that has to happen because um, if it's not written in as policy, well, then it limits the ability to actually get it implemented. Um, and next, the other part of it then is that there are a number of infrastructure projects in the pipeline. One in relation to the culvert, which the stream up from town. The culvert dates back, I think, to the early 1800s and it's beginning to collapse and whatever. And there is a plan uh, to actually do a whole uh, re not remodeling, re-engineering of the whole thing. So there is potential within that because that whole central town area is going to be ripped up and out to deal with, with culvert, that some of these ideas could be worked into these infrastructure projects which are going to be happening over the next three to four years in any case. Um, and that another thing as well is that Bantry is prone to flooding at certain times of the year and wind conditions and whatever. And it has been priorities prioritized in terms of uh, flood defenses um, and mitigation measures. Uh, I think the Office of Public Works uh, have plans in relation to that and they are working with the county council. So again, that links in with the whole harbour area here um, and that. So what we are hoping is that we can use these infrastructure projects which are coming up to not alone deal with 
things like flooding and the re-engineering of the culverts of the town and whatever, and that, but that the, the design review and the elements of community consensus would be incorporated into those that would be part of the of the whole process. Other parts could maybe like the dock area out here could be down to uh, a separate um, um, a separate project to be funded through maybe heritage funding or whatever that it would be done that point. So there are various elements of it that would have to be done in different ways over a period of time. So the next that's my line is it? So Rick that's that's it. It is just explaining the process how we looked at the problem uh, got the community to agree a consensus as to how to deal with the problem, how the problem, how the issues were moved on from the findings of the community consensus to having a professional design review um, on board process and then uh, the next step is to make it into town policy and to start the implement implementation process. So it's quite a big undertaking, uh, the community has a better lot of time in it and we're hoping that over the next few years we'll see some a lot of changes in mansion. And um, hopefully every time we look out to the hotel in the future we'll be looking at nice water um, and uh, a much greener environment with lots of walkways and whatever so that's the